0: Hello people, welcome to Series. Today, I will be reading you one of my favorite books, which is Bhagavad Gita. It is not a holy book, it is a holy Hindu book. Chapter 1 Dhritarast said, Sanjay, Gathered on the holy land of Kurukshetra, eager to fight. What did my sons and the sons of Pandu do? Sanjaya said. At that time, seeing the army of the Pandavas drawn up for bat- battle and approaching Dronacharya, King Duryodhana spoke the following words. Behold, O revered master, the mighty army of the sons of Pandu arrayed for battle by your talented pupil, Thrastadyumna, son of Draupad. There are in this army heroes wielding mighty bows and equal in military prowess to Bhima and Arjun, Satyaki and Virat and the Maharati Draupad, Dhratta, Ketu, Sekitana, and valiant king of Kasi, and Purujit, Kuntibhoj, and Sapya, the best of men, and mighty Yudhamanyu, and valiant Uttamuja, Abhimanyu, the son of Subhadra, and the five sons of Draupad, all of them Maharatis. O best of Brahmans, know them also who are the principal warriors on our side, the generals of my army. For your information, I mention them, yourself and Bhishma, and Karna and Kripa, who is ever victorious in battle, and even so Asvatthama, Vikarna and Bhurisrava. And there are many other heroes, all skilled in warfare, equipped with various weapons and missiles, who have staked their lives for me. This army of ours, fully protected by Bhishma, is unconquerable while that army of theirs, guarded in every way by Bhima, is easy to conquer. Therefore, stationed in your respective positions on all fronts, do you all guard Bhishma, in particular on all sides? The grand old men of the Kaurava race, their glorious grand patriarch Bhishma, cheering up Duryodhana, rode terribly like a lion and blew his coach. Then conscious kettle drums, Tabers, drums, and trumpets blared forth all at once, and the noise was tumultuous. Then, seated in a glorious chariot drawn by white horses, Shri Krishna as well as Arjun blew their celestial conches. Shri Krishna blew his conch name Pankajanya, Arjuna Devdatta, while Bhima of ferocious deeds blew his mighty conch Pondra. King Yudhishthira, son of Kunti, blew his conch, vijaya while Nakula and Sahedava blew theirs, known as Saghusa and Mani Puspaka, respectively, and the ex- excellent archer, the king of Kasi and Sikhandi, the Maharati, Dhristadamuna and Virata, and invincible Satyaki, Draupad, as well as the five sons of Draupadi and the mighty armed Amimanyu, son of Subhadra, all of them, O Lord of the Oath, severally blew the respective conches from all sides. And the terrible sound echoing through heaven and earth rent the hearts of Dhradras army. Arjun said, "Now, O Lord of Earth, seeing your sons arrayed against him, and when missiles were ready to be hauled, and when missiles were ready to be hauled, Arjun, who had the figure of Hanuman on the flank of his chariot, took a look up his bow, and then addressed the following words to Sri Krishna: Krishna, placed my chariot between the two armies." and keep it there till I have carefully observed these warriors drawn up for battle, and have seen with whom I have to engage in this fight. I shall have a look at all the well-wishers of evil-minded Duryodhana. In this war, whoever have assembled on his side and are ready for the fight." Sanjay said, O king, those addressed by Arjuna, Sri Krishna placed a magnificent chariot between the two armies in front of Bhishma, Drona, and all the kings, and said, Arjuna, behold, was assembled there. Now Arjuna saw station there in both the armies his uncles, granduncles, and teachers, even great granduncles, maternal uncles, brothers and cousins, sons and nephews, and grandnephews, even so friends, father in law, and well wishers as well. Seeing all the relations present here, Arjuna was overcome with deep compassion and spoke thus in sorrow. Arjuna said, Krishna, as I see this kinsman arrayed for battle, my limbs give away, and my mouth is getting parched. Nay, a shiver runs through my body, and hair stands on end. The bow, Gandiva, slips from my hand, and my skin too burns all over. My mind is burning as it were, and I can no longer hold myself steady. Kishma, i see omens of evil nor do i see any good in killing my kinsmen in battle. krishna i do not covet victory nor kingdom nor pleasures govinda what us use will kingdom or luxury or even life to be to us those very persons for whose sake we covered this kingdom luxuries and pleasures teachers, uncles, son and nephews, and even so grand-uncles and great-grand-uncles. Maternal uncles, father-in-law, grand-nephews, brother-in-law, and other relations are here arrayed on the battlefield, staking their lives and wealth. O oh, slayer of Madhu, I do not want to kill them, though they may slay me, even for the sovereignty over the three worlds. How much the less for the kingdom here on earth? Krishna, how can we hope to be happy slaying the sons of Dhritarasth by ki- killing even these desperadoes sin will surely accrue to us. Therefore, Krishna, it does not behove us to kill our relations, the son of Dhrastha, for how can we be happy after killing our own kinsmen, even though these people with their mind blinded by greed, perceive no evil in destroying their own race and no sin in treason to friends, why should not we? O Krishna, who see clearly the sin occurring from the destruction of one's family, think of desisting from committing this sin. Age-long family traditions disappear with the destruction of a family and virtue having been lost. Vice takes hold of the entire race. With the preponderance of vice, Krishna, the women of the family become corrupt. And with the corruption of women, O descendant of Vrasni, there ensues an intermixture of caste. Progeny owing owning to promiscuity dams the destroyers of this race, as well as the race itself, deprived of the offerings of rice and water. The means of the ra- race also fall. Through these evils bringing about an intermixture of caste, the age-long caste traditions and family customs of the killers of kinsmen get extinct. Krishna, we hear that men have lost their family traditions, dwell in hell for an indefinite period of time. Oh, what a pity, though possessed of intelligence, we have set our mind in the commission of a great sin, that due to lust for throne and enjoyment, we are intent on killing our own kinsmen. It would be better for me if the sons of Dhritaras, armed with weapons, kill me in battle while I am unarmed and unresisting," Sanjay said. Archana, whose mind was agitated by grief on the battlefield, have spoken thus, and having cast aside his bow and arrows, sank into the hinder part of his chariot. Um in the Upnisat Sang by the Lord, the science of Brahma, the scripture of Yoga, the dialogue between Shri Krishna and Arjuna ends the fourth chapter entitled The Yoga of Dejection of Arjuna. me to read it full you can either reply me in the q a or even send me the audio message or you can also do the poll thank you